We're not experts, much less competent. This podcast is friends bullshitting about conspiracies. And also confirming absolutely nothing about it. But we keep each other in check by deep frying each other's topic. Consider yourself warned. Because whatever mankind must undertake. No, the f- the governor. That's they the f- did it. That's Bravo. The Three men must fully share. Stop f-ing lying. God f-ing damn it! I'm getting pissed out. We propose to accelerate the development. They have human-animal hybrids, much larger than any now being developed. You have what's been described as an egg-shaped penis. Until certain which is superior. Oh. Oh. You're a nasty bitch that no one likes. We know we're under attack. Bitch. No, honey, okay. you saw the dude. And you offer her cocaine again. No government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Do you understand that? Welcome <laughs> to Deep Fried Conspiracies. Jimmy. What's up, pickle dick? <laughs> Fuck, Jesus, okay. I, I, Pickle dick, what the fuck? You just got back from vacation, didn't I, you? I got back from vacation. How was your vacation? Uh, my vacation was excellent. My wife and I uh, took a little trip to Mexico. Mexico. That was for Christmas. That was our Christmas gift. That was for Christmas. Now, we are recording this one the 2nd, 2nd of, January. of January. We were Usually, this is about the time that we take our annual few months break, but... After listening to the previous episode, I realized we didn't announce that we were going to take a break. Yeah, because we suck. Yep, and then since December is full of, you know, heightened bullshit that you just can't get away from, right. we ended up not doing one that month. Right, so yeah, we've been totally slacking. So we have to put one out this month, right? which is this one, and I think we're going to take February off? Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll keep you posted. If you see an episode, that means we didn't. If you did, <laughs> if we, if you don't see an episode, that means we followed through with our laziness and that we're taking the month off. That's right. Yeah. You know, we're going to work out at the gym all day long. Well, I'm starting a new gym regimen thing. I mean, I'm not starting a new gym membership. I've had it for a year, but I'm going back to what I did previously. Yeah, because you've lost a lot of weight. Yeah. But. High intensity shit, taking a few more supplementary things. So I, I think I told you the story. I don't think I've told the story on this podcast about what my wife did to her mother. What's that? So one afternoon, my wife and I had both had the day off and we're home and uh, we decide that we're going to get get crazy in the bedroom. Oh, OK. OK. And so we're in the bedroom and we're going at it. And <laughs> for those of you that don't know, Jimmy's like, we're going at it as he's like, like, just what I do with the gay Peter voice, but yeah, you're right. just hand gesturing. hand gesturing. We're going at we're, it. We're, we're going at it. <laughs> okay. And her, for some reason, her phone is still on the bed, which I don't know why. And all of a sudden, the phone starts ringing. Okay. And it says, Mom. And I'm like... <laughs> Instasoft? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't really keep me... Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and reaches over to her phone, and I think... I think that she's going to mute it, you know? Mm-hmm. Hi, Mom. What's up? Oh, not much. Why, why am I out of breath? Oh, <laughs> I, I'm on the gym. <laughs> and her mom I'm didn't. I'm on the gym. She was on top of me <laughs> yep. doing the boingy boingy. The boingy boingy. And she tells her mother she's on the gym. On and she goes, I'll, I'll let you go so you can finish up at the gym. She goes, okay, thank you. Bye. <laughs> Okay, all right. So I just right. wanted to share that with you. So that's that's how we go to the gym at my house. So if you ever want to go to my house and go to the gym, yeah. No, don't. Okay. You, you go home and do it. 
Do that. The thing you do. The thing I do. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Well, Jimmy, before we get into our topic today, yeah, yes, uh, I got these uh, emails. <laughs> well, sorry, I, the podcast, got these emails. Cease and assist. Yes. You know, you know what? I think we forgot to do something. What? Welcome back to Deep Fry Conspiracies. I am Trent Janky. I'm Jim Colby. My God, I can't believe it. it's been a month and we forgot to do that. Well, yeah. we, I did like, People are just like, Fuck I, it. I thought I had PBS on. <laughs> PBS. That's right. Uh, we got these emails. I thought this was funny. Okay. So I was at work. Yes. The podcast got these emails. Now, I don't <laughs> I don't really know how to say this, but we're gonna we're gonna try the name, okay? So these are the for the podcast. Okay. What's up, fellas? Question mark. Now, I don't know how to say this, but Enrique? E N R I Q U E. Enrique? Enrique? Enrique. So and oh, don't know how to say that. I, I would say it's Enrique. I'm terribly sorry, but I don't know how to say your name. Okay, one more person is going to <laughs> kick our ass. Yep. Enrique here from the Philippines. Yeah, that's probably what it is. No, 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 no. I was wrong. Oh, are they wrong? Do you ever read these things before we go on the air? Once or twice, but then I just forget. <laughs> Enrique here from Philadelphia. Philadelphia? Philadelphia. That's almost Not originally funny. from here. That's what it was. Okay. Ah. He's one of our import friends. Yes. Nice. Nice. I just found y'all searching for shit to listen to here at work. (laughs) I recently bought my first pair of earbuds. Anyways, I'm really digging y'all's sense of humor and conspiracy theories slash stories. However. Uh Uh-oh. However. However. Here we go. Being Mexican (laughs) and throwing on your... Oh, my God. It's been so long. Larona podcast, the pronunciation of the scary ass lady I grew up being terrified of. That was quite shitty. Uh, <laughs> so we totally mispronounced it. Well, there's, there's a here's the thing. We knew that already, though. Yeah. But we, wait, we, it, it just it gets better. You just just hold on, Jimmy. Just hold on. If you ever do anything Mexican related and are not sure of how to say the words. Send me a message, oh, and sweet. I'll do my best to help you out. We got our Open door policy here. La Llorona is pronounced La Yorona. Now that I know that because of the lady at work, right? Kind of like Corona. Take care, each. Uh, take care, everyone. Happy holidays. E. Olivia. Well, how super nice is that, man? Now, that's, that's so hold cool. on. It gets better. Oh, Jimmy's my favorite. <laughs> P.S. Jimmy's my favorite. <laughs> so... Then, later on at work... He sends more? Yeah. <laughs> the, I don't know. He, he, she, whatever. Sorry about the previous email. I listened to more episodes <laughs> and heard the correction. I'll keep my mouth shut. <laughs> wow. That wasn't necessary, but that was nice. It wasn't. A, I, I sent it back. I'm like, it's all good. Thanks for letting me know. Please don't be afraid to contact us. Uh, so... You know, and, that, and call us out on our shit. You know, that, that's one thing that, that we never claim to know what the fuck we're talking uh, about. Uh, ever. That, that's exactly why I said, I don't know how to say your right. name. We, Very sorry. I even screwed up Philadelphia with Philippines. Yeah. Leave me alone, okay? You got to realize that, yeah. that Trent gets up in the morning and, and eats Quaalude Crunch yep. for breakfast. Yep. And then takes a take bottle my, of Jack Daniels. And yep. Take that, my, you know, Flintstones vitamins. That's right. To make sure I don't get COVID. <laughs> you know, and then I go to work breathing a, few, a bunch of fumes and shit and call it good. Yeah. Because I weld. So. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. We were just, when we were down in Cozumel and uh, we flew into Cancun. Yep. And we, we uh, went over to Cozumel, did some snorkeling and, and whatnot and stuff. 
And I was actually surprised how quickly that I picked up on some of the language. Okay. Um, like pronunciation wise, or like a foreign word you've never heard that right. you just picked many, up. Right. Many many things I didn't know. You okay. Know, how, okay. How to say. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff. Yep. And of course, you know, completely different culture from us wax up here up north. <laughs> wax. That's what we are. A bunch of wax off over here. You know. But uh, went down there. I have never met such a, a bunch of hardworking folks, people from from the country of Mexico. They work six days a week, eight hours a day minimum. But here's a kicker: a lot of them. So we went to a gold shop. Let's let's, let's go back. A gold shop. We went. To, no, I'm sorry, sorry. A silver shop. Your sorcery? No, no, silver. <laughs> no, no. So, so okay, I'm listening. Yep. No, I, listen. <laughs> Listening. That's all make believe sorcery. Sorcery, yeah, okay. So we went to, uh, we were in Cozumel. Okay. And we took a day trip downtown on the bus from our um, resort. Okay. And one of the first stops we went to, we went to this silver shop and very high end. Okay. It's a factory. They make the stuff right there. We got to watch them do stuff. My buddy Wayne ordered a, a silver band. Yep. They quoted him $100. Because they thought he was about a size 9, mm-hmm. size 18. Fuck. They they lost Jesus. their ass on it. And they said that. They said, well, we quoted you, so that's what we're going to stick oh with. Oh, my gosh. And and so. He, How? Wait. It, is this a size 18, 18 ring? He well, must actually, have the happiest wife ever. Yeah. Holy si- shit. Size 18. Wayne's a big dude, so that's why. <laughs> and more than one way, apparently. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> one of your friends. Right. I don't know about that. So we we were in there, and the, our bus was like probably about 12, 15 people. Yep. And so each couple got assigned a person that worked there to give us a little tour and show us what we want. And, and so our person, uh, very, very nice man, a mm-hmm. couple of kids and stuff. We were in there for about a half an hour visiting with him, and he, and he goes, what do you guys like? We said, well, we love the skull skull. Uh, rings and jewelry and, and stuff like that. Ugh, I hate skull stuff. See, and but you've been in my basement. Yeah, no, I know your basement, yep. My basement's full of, of rock and roll. Yep, yep. And a lot of that's skulls and whatnot. So you, like, that's why you get along with my girlfriend, because she loves skull jewelry and whatnot. I just... <sighs> yeah, Ugh. I, so we just we just bought some more and we're down there. We, yeah, we, sure. We, we bought some yep. skulls made out of fishbone that are this big. Yep. We bought some other stuff. So anyway, we're talking to this, this young young guy and stuff. He looked to me to be eighteen. The father of three, his oldest twelve years old. Yep. <laughs> okay. He he was so blessed, he says, to have this job. And he drove one hour and twenty minutes per day each way to come to work. Now an hour twenty. Ra- an hour twenty round trip. No, no. Oh hour, just hour, uh, hour 20. twenty to work, hour twenty back. Correct. Okay. And He's only got one day off a week to spend with his children, and that day happened to be his his uh, daughter's birthday. Oh, nice! And and uh, I said, "Well, oh, that's got to suck to not you know you won't be home till eight nine o'clock." He goes, yeah, my, "My wife will keep the kids up and stuff because mm-hmm. they they start a little bit later because of the touristy thing, you sure, know, sure. and work work later and stuff." Yep. But you know, t- after talking to everybody that worked there, um, and and we we saw the folks that that uh, had the the great jobs, and, and one gentleman said to me, "He goes so." What do you do in America? I says I I drive bread truck for Bimbo Bakeries. Bimbo Bakeries, and he shit himself. <laughs> he goes down here because Bimbo is Bimbo Bakeries is who I work for. Uh-huh. Which they I used to work for not C- sponsored. 
Not sponsored. <laughs> I used to work for Sarah Lee Bread. They bought us out for one point something billion dollars. Uh-huh. And we're the largest bakery now in the world. Bimbo. Bimbo. Okay. And it's a Mexican-owned company. And really? He, and he says... He goes, people would kill you for your job here in Mexico. He says, working for Bimbo is such a coveted job. He said, you can't, he said, you don't understand how cool that is that you work for Bimbo. And I'm going, wow. I mean, interesting. A, a, a kind of an, another appreciation for yeah. when you think your job sucks. Yeah. I mean, all I do is I get, I get in a, a bread truck. I drive to the local stores. I drop off bread and then I go home. Mm-hmm. It's not rocket scientists. They pay us well. Mm-hmm. They treat us really good. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, you're talking to these guys that said in Mexico, people, you know, wait their whole lives to get a job with, with this company. Mm. And I was, I was just really impressed. And, and but as, as we, we toured the, the, the country, I mean, mm-hmm. we saw a lot of the country, went out to the Aztec Mayan ruins. Yep. And uh, that was a 14 hour bus trip. Mm-hmm. Um, we did many, many little things around there. And I was just so impressed how hardworking everybody is. And yeah, there's a lot of the country that's very, very poor. But that doesn't mean they're not working their ass off. No. Which means they can't make anything with the job they got. Right. Yeah. You know, and so and, and sounds like America nowadays. And and anyway, so the first thing we bought down there, we bought a carousel, a hand blown glass carousel, oh, okay. a little tiny one. Yep. Yep. And and I, uh, one of our friends, um, she collects them, so we thought well, we'll buy her one. And the guy goes, oh. she she collects glass carousels. Yep, they're beautiful. So our our, our friend Heidi who we, we've been on many, many trips with, yep. and I know you know who she is. Yep. Um, she, We were in South Dakota, and she bought a $250 carousel. You know, glass, hand-blown glass, mm-hmm. you know, the horses, and it's mm-hmm. beautiful. She collects them. So anyway, we call this the Heidi curse. So oh, she, no. So Heidi has had okay. four of these car- carousels. <laughs> okay. Broken every single one of them over the course of three or four years. Yeah. So we buy this carousel for her, and, and I said to the guy, it's, it was probably the size of, a, I would say, of a small ball. A, like, a, like a can like, of yams? Kind of like a large grapefruit, about that size. Oh, okay. But it's got four horses on there and stuff. Very beautiful. Yep. Got the sled. Yep. Paid $50 for it. Not bad. Broke it before we got home. <laughs> of course we, you did. No, wait, wait. Broke but, it before we got back to the freaking hotel. Oh, even worse. Yeah. So the day before we're leaving, yeah. we're repacking. We open it up. Yeah. I mean, we got it to the hotel. We put it on the counter. It never moved for four days. Jen picks it up. Clink, clink. <sighs> threw it in the freaking garbage right there. Really? Yeah. Just 50 bucks just threw it away. Just threw it. Well, what do you do? I don't know. Recycle it? I don't know. Recycle it? <laughs> I don't know. Wow, what a great segue yeah, into yeah, where yeah, we're going yeah, into. Interesting. You know, just a little yeah. you know, so, so, he, so here's the best part. What's that? It, it just gets so much better. Okay. You're getting, you're getting so many good sex stories today. Oh, <laughs> okay. So as as you do in a hotel, your 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 bed is your luggage carrier is your yeah. That's where everything that, sits, everything so you can sit. find it. You 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 go to a hotel. You buy two beds, not because you have that many people, because yeah. one bed holds everything. Yeah. The other bed holds you. Yeah. So yeah. We, we had a king size bed in this beautiful villa. Yep. And uh, she opens up the little box of the carousel. Can I, ask, wait, can I ask you a question? Yes. This place that you had. Okay, you're in Mexico. Yes. Now, very beautiful. Right. Very, 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 beautiful. very... Four star. Well, I don't want to say stereotypical stuff, but dangerous place? 
No, not at all. Oh, I was going to say, was there armed guards around it? Yes. Oh, there was? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, that's confirmed then. Okay, never mind. Yeah, so all, all the resorts where we stayed at, Yep. all um, secured, gated security guards in, in a gated community. Mm-hmm. And um, so, like, when we came back from that 14-hour bus trip, we had this huge tour bus, which is beautiful and nice, mm-hmm. but we were probably from about six or seven different uh, resorts. And so we would drop people off, and, you know, it's like running a school bus. Mm-hmm. And anyway, I mean, we actually got jacked up pretty good trying to get into the resort <laughs> to drop off two people. Yeah. Because nobody had made the paperwork that they had left. Oh, Jesus. And, oh, okay. and, so, and so the driver says, I'm sorry, we cannot leave these two people standing outside the gate. We have to go in. Make I have to see that they go in. It was a 15-minute ordeal. Oh God. And stuff, and and everybody's carrying an M sixteen or yeah. a machine gun or it's whatever. It's paperwork it. for you to get into that place. Yeah, and so I mean, Jesus. so where we stayed, very secure, very safe, yep. right? very nice. Yep. So back back to the hotel room. My wife opens up this box because we're going to try to rebox it, put it in our suitcase. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Chink, 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 and she lifts it out, and all these pieces of glass fall onto our bed. Oh no! And she was just pissed, and she goes, "God!" and takes it and just dumps it in the fucking garbage. Might as well. And then does the old picking up pieces of glass. Fast oh no! Okay. Fast forward right. six hours later. Oh no! We had gone. Okay. We'd gone to dinner. Yep. We got back. Yeah. Things were getting frisky. We're we're in the bedroom. Like Titanic steamy. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh very hot. Oh yeah. Yeah, like hand and on the windowsill. Yeah. Everybody can watch you from the outside. Exactly. Okay. And they're paying for it. Oh good. So uh, we're going at it. And my wife starts going, ow, 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 ow. <laughs> I'm taking that as a compliment. Yeah, there's no way that's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking this as a compliment. Yeah. I am so... Yeah, faster. Yeah, see such, what happens. Such a stud. <laughs> and she goes, get off! And get, up, get off. And here she had a small piece of glass embedded in her behind. Oh, no. Was it in the crack, at least? Where it's no, no. Pulled. No. no. <laughs> Right in the right, right <laughs> mid cheek, in the mid cheek, in the mid cheek, and so oh, so being the, uh, the the boy scout that I am, I took it out with my teeth, you know, <laughs> sucked it in the spit <laughs> like a like snake. Yeah, venom. it is snake venom. You're not <laughs> supposed to do. Oh, that's funny. So yeah, so that was that was our, our vacation, and I I highly recommend uh, going out there. Really, uh, we I we had just a wonderful time. Um, I wouldn't do anything different. I mean, I, I never I never felt now, I unsafe. Think <laughs> well, I think you should tell the story about the massage you got. <laughs> I think the feeling of unsafe. I think you should tell the story before we get into the topic. Uh, all right. So when we when we got to Mexico. Now, for those of you that don't, we I talked to Jimmy yesterday. We, yeah, about getting this set up so we can do a podcast today, and you decided to tell me this story. And and I did because uh, somebody we know and love yep. also does the same, also same does, job. Yes, is also a, not not in the place, but. Not, as a profession, yes. Right. So when we got there, um, I had been sick before we had left and had spent a couple of days in bed yep. with the flu and whatnot. And so I was like, are you sure you're good enough to go to Mexico? I go, hell yeah. I don't, you know, let's yeah, you go. You paid for it. Fuck I, it. I'll, yep. I'll drag my ass to, at least to there and just spend it in the fucking room. Right. So we uh, we flew out of Minneapolis, mm-hmm. uh, Minnesota, and uh, flew direct down to, to, uh, to Cancun. Mm-hmm. And we were there for two hours and and we're in the pool and of course it's all inclusive so it's all the food and all the booze you can drink right and they're coming by going 
you need a drink? <laughs> and and, and they, they quickly found out where you're from. Yeah. And they, they'd yell, hey, Michigan, you need a drink? <laughs> hey, Minnesota, you need a drink? And, and anyway. You so that's how you're just knowing from now on right. in Minnesota. All weekend long. Hey, all there you go. Long. So if you probably don't realize, but back in the day, there was a, a, a professional billiard player named Minnesota Fats. Nope. Yep. That, this was back in the 70s, and the guy. Well, I definitely wasn't alive then. Nope. The guy was an incredible pool player. He did trick shots and all kinds of stuff. He'd be on ABC's Wide World of Sports. Wait, wait. what was his name? Minnesota Fats. Minnesota Fats, F A T S, F A T T S. Oh, T T S. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I see what's just going. Okay. So so anyway, <laughs> I became Minnesota. Yeah. Oh no. And Wayne became Minnesota Fats. Oh, I thought you like your wife was gonna become Fats. No. Okay. Good. No. Never mind. So, so you know, so that's how he kept us because we were the ones that were drinking. And, yeah. And, and then. Uh, Anyway, my, my wife has got purple hair. Yep. She's in the pool. And I had told the, the, the guy who comes around to the, with the, the drinks and stuff, I, I had told him the story about how our grandson calls her Grandma Barney. Oh, no. Because yep. she's got purple, purple hair. hair. And so so it was. Oh, no. Uh, I was, my friend Wayne was yep. Minnesota Fats. I was, I was Minnesota. Minnesota. My wife was Barney. Yep. Yep. And, and then Maureen was Maureen. Because he couldn't come up with anything. With Marine. <laughs> Marine. And anyway, um, so we're there, like I said, two hours. We're drinking and stuff. And, and there's a guy that was coming around. He'd come around with a table. Mm-hmm. And he'd give five-minute free massages. And uh, so anyway, um, Matt Barney. Yep. Yeah, Barney says, you should go get a... Go, go get a massage from this guy. For a free five-minute massage. And he goes... Wait, oh. free five-minute massage. Right. right okay. Poolside. Cool side. Okay. It's it's like drugs. Oh yes, that I've here's heard your, here, so much about apparently. Here here's your first pill. It's free. Second uh, pill, extra. Okay. So anyway, um, he comes over and gives me a massage and, and actually gets my neck and back to crack. Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes, "You are messed up, Mister. <laughs> you you are messed up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like from Star Wars, yeah, fucking I, Jar Jar. It's Jar Jar Binks, actually. <laughs> you are messed up. <laughs> you messed up, Mister." <laughs> And, and my wife, who is now in the pool and hammered, we've been there two hours. So mm-hmm. wife, and she goes, "You should go get a real massage, not from a guy in a chair." <laughs> and he goes, "He goes, we have massages up here." He says, and "I can get you in for an eighty-minute massage for one hundred and thirty-five dollars." Jeez. Okay. And, she, and, and my wife's hammered. Do it. Do, yeah. do it. Do it. <laughs> so anyway, he he calls up. You know, this resort is huge. It's huge resort. Yes. Nine restaurants. Four pools, mm-hmm. Oceanside. It's a big freaking resort. Mm-hmm. And and he goes, well, let me call up there see if they have any openings. And he comes over and he says, they have an opening in twenty minutes. Can you make it? I said, sure. <laughs> and, let me check my schedule. Open, open. Exactly. Open, I'm on open. vacation. Open, yeah. open, open. Yeah. yeah. And he goes. Uh, so he he says to me, um, I was in the pool, and he goes, you know, maybe go put on some dry clothes and and head over. Mm-hmm. So I got four drinks to go. <laughs> okay. Four drinks four to drinks go. Four drinks to go. Yep. A couple walk me's. And uh, drank two on the way back to my room, took a real quick shower, put on some dry clothes, took my other two drinks, walked across the uh, resort. And mm-hmm. it, was, it was a long walk. It was like a 15-minute walk. Mm-hmm. And obviously now the, 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 the folks that work there can tell that I'm lost and hammered. <laughs> and they go... Can I help you find something? I said, yeah, I'm looking. I'm supposed to have a back massage five minutes ago. And I said, I can't find the darn place. 
and and this nice young guy goes, "Hey, let me walk you over there." I'm heading that way. Mm-hmm. So he walks me over there, and I, I get to the to the door, and it's a beautiful. It looks like a big medical facility. Mm-hmm. It's big. It's beautiful. Marble, mm-hmm. glass, brass, and uh, ass. Yep. yep. And, and he walks in, and there's four beautiful girls behind the counter, all younger than the next. Oh, so there was ass. Okay, so I was right. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, he said, this gentleman's got an appointment for five minutes ago. And she said, okay. And the young gal um, says to me, come with me. (laughs) And I go, okay. And so I start following her through this building. Mm -hmm. And we walk through the building. And we walk through the building. And now we're in a different wing. (laughs) And now we hang out left and we're in a different wing. And all of a sudden, we're in the back of this building. It's it's a three-minute walk. Yeah. I'm, I'm going... They're not going to be able to hear me scream. <laughs> I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm in danger. They're going to take my kidneys. Yeah. Or something. You'll wake up in an ice bath. That's right. <laughs> but I've had six, eight drinks before I've gotten here. Yeah. And so she she says to me, she goes, uh, finish your drinks. And um, she goes, the restroom is there. And lay down naked. I go, naked? Naked. And she goes, naked. I go, so you want me to take off all my clothes? She goes, that's what naked is. <laughs> so here, here you in the U.S. You were naked. Yes, yeah, that's what naked is. In, in our area, you go in and you leave your underwear on, but you have the sheet over you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's telling me naked, and there's no sheet that I can <laughs> see. No sheet. And I'm like, mm, this could be interesting. And, and this has been procured by my wife. My wife has sent me here, so... <laughs> What could go wrong? Yeah, I need some of this paperwork before you leave. Yeah. But anyway, so it, it, she, I came back from the bathroom, and now she's got the sheets laid out. Yep. Okay, I'm a little more comfortable with this. Okay. And um, so I, 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 she says, lay down, and I'll be right back in. I lay down, and she comes back in. She looks at me, rolls her eyes, and goes, face down. <laughs> I, I was face <laughs> you, I don't know. Yeah, no, nobody knows until so you, you're told. I'm from Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I lay down. And and here's the weird thing is, is so when you're laying down, all you can see is their feet. Yeah. Right? But so she she massaged my 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 neck, my cranial. She used hot rocks, everywhere. Yep. I fell asleep two or three times. It was so relaxing, relaxing, yeah. and wonderful. Yeah. Then. Oh. Then she says, "Roll over." Roll over. Roll over. Roll over. Dane Unovalta. And so she just. Takes the sheet, lifts it up like this over, you know, so she she's behind yeah, the sheet. Yeah, she can't see. So I flip around, and she puts the sheet back down. And then she does, like, my temples yep. and, and my nose. But when she starts doing that, she takes a piece of cloth, puts it over my eyes, so I can't see what's going Just on. Just starts picking your nose. I, I can't see her. Yeah. And all of a sudden, she she's going to massage my hand. She takes my hand and places the back of my hand, okay, yeah. Against her breast. Oh, yeah, there you it's, go. It just starts working on my hands, and I'm like, "This is distracting." <laughs> Mother-in-law's kiss. Mother-in-law's yeah. kiss. Mother-in-law's yeah. kiss. <laughs> Dead puppies. Dead puppies. Trying to think of trying, trying to think of things not to become aroused. Yeah, aroused. Yeah. Aroused. I think everyone was a ribbon. Not become a ribbon. I, I didn't want to become a ribbon. <laughs> you, don't want, you don't want to arrive. I, that would be embarrassing <laughs> for everybody. Yes. You want to pitch a tent, you know? Yeah, I, no, exactly. Yeah. Because I have no underwear. <laughs> you can't tuck it away. No. No? So anyway, um, works on my hands, works on my shoulders and my face, but she keeps on putting, making sure I've got this blindfold on. 
<laughs> you know. She wanted you to. And I'm just going, I've never had the blindfold thing on. Yep, you know? yep, it's a sensory thing. So so then she starts working on the legs and stuff, <laughs> and, and that's all fine and dandy, but then all of a sudden she goes, uh, uh, can you spread your legs a little bit? And I go, I go, okay. So I spread my legs a little bit, and she took that sheet, and she karate chopped it in between my crotch and my leg. On both sides, like I was wearing a jock strap. See, so now what you didn't know is that she was secretly a karate teacher. And she brought a <laughs> protege in who was just tra- you know, practicing oh his karate God. chops right on your on your leg muscles and, and she, your crotch. And she had took that sheet and grabbed a hold of my 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 gonads and <laughs> just lifted your gonads. just kind of lifted my gonads <laughs> and chopped the sheet in there. <laughs> chopped the sheet. Chopped the sheet in there. Man, wax on, whack off. You know exactly. And then before I could even. Even kind of figure out what the hell was going on. She did on the other side. <laughs> and then pulled the sheets all the way in. And like I was wearing a big giant adult diaper yeah, or, she... or a jock strap. <laughs> Up the crack and everything. Oh, my Lord. And then she worked all the nooks and crannies. All the nooks and crannies. And I'm like, dead puppies, dead puppies. I can't. I cannot become a ribbon. I'll tell you yeah. here. <laughs> and anyway, she's very professional. Other than the karate chop into my crotch. Yep. And she does both legs and the feet and stuff, and I actually fall asleep again. And and, and, and then she goes, okay, we're all done. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and she walks out of the room, and I'm sitting there, and I go, I I, I feel so good. And, I, and then I look down, and I pitched a tent. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> you did I did. <laughs> I am so embarrassed. <laughs> well, at least you'll never see her again. Exactly. <laughs> you'll never see her again. And, and anyway... So I go back and I tell this identical story to my wife yep. and, and our friends, uh, Wayne and Marine, mm-hmm. and they're all hammered now because I've been gone for two hours. <laughs> yeah. I had a 90-minute massage or 80-minute massage. 80 massage, yeah. Getting there, getting back. They are beyond hammered. And anyway, Wayne goes, so was she really pretty? I go, yeah. He goes, the blindfold, that's kind of that's kind of interesting. I never had that before. I said, yeah, I know. He says... <laughs> You know why they do that? I go, no, why? He says, because you probably had some 300-pound big guy working on you. He says, that's why you got karate <laughs> right chops in the tits. Yeah. He goes, <laughs> you pitched some a guy. tent for a guy. Exactly. That's what he told me. And, and then I felt even worse. <laughs> so so one other Mexican story. Okay. Mexico story. So, Mexican story. Non-Mexican story. I'm okay. Sorry. All right. I'm listening. Bad. Listening. So we went nine restaurants in this place. Every night, different restaurant. Mm-hmm. And the one place we wanted to go to, it was where they, they, they cook everything for you right in front of you. Yep. But it, it's not like a... Hibachi grill. It's not a hibachi grill. It, it's it, like that. They're doing steaks. They're doing everything. Yep. And, and they're pouring the liquid, yep. the flaming liquid back and forth. And um, when we got to the resort, it's full of um, cats. Okay. Lots of cats. Okay. And all the cats are there to keep the rodents down. Makes sense. So what they've done is they've done a beautiful job. As you're walking on the walkway back to your room, in the sand uh, back there, it's lit up. And, and they actually have built these little three foot by three foot by four foot high cat condos. I was going to say, something like that to keep them there. Yeah. Yeah. And they got food in there and water in there for them, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, all these cats are really friendly. Mm-hmm. And, and they don't bother you. I mean, Good. Yep. They're, they're just feral cats, mm-hmm. and they, they, they feed them, and they catch them, and they give them their rabies shots. And there you go. That's about what they do for them. Yep. But anyway, so we come back the one night, and we run into these raccoons. North American raccoons are, are there. 
Okay. So there's a raccoon and three babies and stuff, and they just go right I up. I suppose the, looking out the border, too. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So they go right up into the uh, cat box, mm-hmm. and they're up there eating. Eating, eating food, yeah. Eating food and yep. stuff. So so there's raccoons, and there's also some other mammal that, that I, I can't even remember what his name was, but it looked like a small, little, tiny rodent-type animal. And I got pictures of it often. Like bring a mink? No, it actually looked like a little... Ferret? Uh, no, it actually looked like a little uh, hippopotamus type of looking thing. It was really cool. It was probably about 20 pounds. And it okay. Was, you got me. I so, have no clue. So our friend Adam that you know. Yep. Yep. Adam. So Adam grew up and I, I sent him a, a picture of it. So what is this? And he immediately responded. Sent it back of what it was. Yeah. Yeah. But that's on... On, but, um, on your wife's phone? Yep. Yep. So anyway, we... we uh, back back to this nice restaurant. I mean, these guys are all dressed in, mm-hmm. in uh, beautiful and, and, and we're, we're dressed up that particular night. Right. And we're eating and uh, there we're... We're not wine drinkers, but they come up with this wine spritzer thing that they make that everybody loved. And we are doing wine spritzers as fast as they can bring them. Right. And I am three-fourths of my way of being really hammered. <laughs> three-fourths. Yep. And I'm eating, and all of a sudden, somebody pulled on my pants leg. Okay. Somebody, I mean, like, you know, like if you had a little kid and would come up and they, they reach up and grab your coat. Yeah, and they, they, they pull down, yep. And at first I thought, oh, you know, somebody's rubbing up against me or something, you know, because we got this fancy tablecloth and whatnot. Yeah. And then it happens again. So I lift the tablecloth and I look and there's a raccoon. <laughs> Just tugging uh, at you? Tugging on my pants. Okay. And anyway, you know, around here, if there's a raccoon anywhere close to you, they're rabid. Oh, yeah. They have rabies and, and shit. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm like, people, there's a raccoon under the table. And just like some sort of sitcom, everybody at the same time lifted up the, lifted up the uh, uh, apron of the of the table, looked underneath. There's a raccoon underneath there. <laughs> just wanted some food. And and the the guy that was mixing our food and stuff. Oh, Ricky Bobby, get out of there! <laughs> Ricky Bobby. They named him Ricky, Ricky Bobby. Bobby. Is that it? Yep. That's it. Yep. That's a creature that you yeah, saw. It's like a marma soup or the Mexican. Oh God. Aguda, oh gee, A G O U T I. Yeah, yeah, they're running around the resort too. So, but that's the little hippo-looking creature. Yeah, it's really cool. So we are, uh, we're sitting. I got tea. I don't know, something like that. I got So anyway, yeah. So anyway, this raccoon wants some food. Just wants some food. Yeah, wants some food. It's Ricky Bobby. Ricky, Ricky Bobby wants Rick, some Ricky food. Ricky Bobby. And anyway, so the guy that that's making our food, he goes, Ricky Bobby, you go. And he goes, and he, and he, and, and he kind of took off, yeah. you know. Why don't you put that curse on me, Ricky Bobby? Yeah. <laughs> and, and he goes, uh, he goes, Ricky Bobby, he says, just had babies. He's, he says, she got three babies. And he goes, as soon as it gets really dark out, she'll bring him. Aw. And, and it was 30 minutes later. We're still sitting there. And stuff, yeah. And all of a sudden, all four of them are sitting there. Aw, that's cute. And people are throwing them bread and whatnot. Yeah, and, yeah. and they weren't bothering anybody. And no. Stuff, so it was kind of fun. Yeah. So, that's uh, cute. But yeah, I've never had a raccoon come up and pull on my pant leg and want to be fed. So, well, it's interesting because they have to they have to wash their food. Yeah, I don't know what they, raccoons I, usually wash their food. That's why if you give them like uh, cotton candy, it just <laughs> dip it, it dissolves, and they just don't know what to do. <laughs> you know, next time I go to Mexico, I'm yeah, just some try it, candy. see what happens. Exactly. Uh, okay, I think we've wasted enough time wow, now talking about your vacation, which usually is what we do on this podcast anyway. Yeah. But so I want to get to a topic today. Uh, I, I felt this was interesting. Uh, way back when I used to work at my previous job of picking up garbage, uh, I had a friend who worked there, and he swears and swears and swears that recycling is just a myth. 
You can recycle. You can feel like you're doing a good thing, you know, like the placebo effect. But it's just a myth. It, it, it is. Now, working in the garbage industry myself, you know, people don't care. They don't. They don't. No. Everything that can be thrown away is thrown away. And then when... Okay. So I want to start out with this first before I get into, like, stories. So I got a video that I saw. Uh, this is the Ben Shapiro show. So obviously this is Ben Shapiro, but this is him talking about... This is on YouTube. Yep, this is on YouTube. It's just the Ben Shapiro show from the Daily Wire. He's going to talk a little bit about a little bit about recycling and what's going on with it, but then we'll stop it because it goes on to a tangent about left versus right. But we're just gonna, we're just here talking about the recycling. So here we go. Remember when you were a kid? It was a big deal how you separated the recyclables from the garbage. This is a big deal. They would teach it to you in third grade, in second grade, in first grade. You would come to school and you'd brag to your teacher how you'd taken all the plastic bottles and you'd put them in one container and you'd taken all the trash and you'd put it in the other container because recycling was how we were going to save the world. Well, now there is a report out from the Boston Globe that plastic recycling is a myth. This study comes courtesy of Greenpeace, quote, of the 51 million tons of plastic waste U.S. households generated in 2021, just 2.4 million tons or 5% was recycled, according to new research. Because, of course, it turns out that the vast majority of plastic you can't separate out from the other garbage. When plastic is burning garbage incinerators, it produces even more planet-heating pollution. Studies show that even discarded plastic gives off methane and other powerful greenhouse gases. The simple fact is that there was no good way to actually recycle this stuff. Research has long shown that most recycling facilities do not accept five of the seven classifications of plastic, including plastic, foam, and PVC, because they're particularly difficult to sort and are often contaminated with toxins. But the new report shows that even the two most common plastics that have long been considered recyclable are only reprocessed 21% and 10% of the time, according to the report. For all the other types of plastic, the reprocessing rate is even lower at less than 5%, according to the authors. Now, why are we talking about recycling? The answer is because for literally my entire lifetime, from the time I was a child until now, if you had gone out there and you had said, recycling plastic is a giant waste of time, it is a giant waste of resources, this was seen as fringe. It might've been seen as misinformation because this is the way our informational ecosystem works. Very often, there are these myths that are created on behalf of left-wing interests. And Okay, so think about that. 10% basically of what you recycle is just actual, actually recyclable. So when I worked at a restaurant, you know, you get the, the boxes with beer and it has like that shiny coated, you know, outside of it, yes. of, of the cardboard. Yeah, they're kind of like a wax coating on Yep, on yeah, the you, box. you can't recycle that. Yep. You got to throw that away or you have to burn it. You can't. You simply can't. You, you just, you can't. I don't know why. I don't, I don't know the makeup of it. I just know you can't. Only thing you can is what? Carbonated cardboard, I think it is. Is the only thing you can recycle. Some plastics. But like, I think he gets into that, doesn't he? And these become the prevailing narrative. And this narrative can never be crossed. We saw this with COVID, where vaccines- uh, Maybe not, it goes into COVID vaccines. But there was, what was it? Um, there used to be like the seven grades. Right. And I think only the first, if I remember right, the first and second grade, the first, the first grade and the second grade were the only ones that are actually recyclable. Mm -hmm. Everything else is just the placebo effect and gets thrown away. Uh, you know, I, I, I have to agree with you. I mean, right off the get-go, I think you're you're totally onto something here. You know, well, I the, knew that the uh, the only thing that I know for a fact gets reused is aluminum, and most of the stuff that we buy is in aluminum cans form at our house. Right. But just today, we got a new vacuum, and there's enough styrofoam in there, and and enough waxy. I mean, there's not a darn thing that it came in that you could even recycle. This entire box that this new vacuum came in today. And you just wonder, why are they using stuff? I mean, 
It's a vacuum cleaner, for God's sakes. Why do you have to have a wax-covered box box for, yeah. for this thing? Why not just put it in a regular corrugated... Corrugated, that's what it is. Corrugated. Corrugated box, yeah. But when you look at it, Jimmy, I mean, when I worked as a garbage man, okay? Now, I picked up an arrangement of things from schools to farms to uh, nursing homes, you know, and people's houses. And the stuff you saw, like... Well, a local place here that makes um, pet foods. Correct. We would pick up from there, and they would just be tossing these giant, and I mean giant, giant, giant um, uh, cardboard boxes filled with more cardboard, more plastic, and more of these plastic jugs. Mm -hmm. And they would just throw them in the back of the truck, and we'd pick them up. Okay, and then you go to a farm. Well, they have their household garbage, and they also have the wrap and the, the mesh wrap also that you would put on the hay bales or straw bales, whatever it is. Yeah, it's kind Not of a, a farmer. Kind don't of a, don't a, at me. Kind of a mesh netting. Yeah, exactly. Or the, the white stuff, too, the white plastic. Right. So that would be in there, too. Just pick it up, put it in the back of the truck. Go to a, uh, a, a nursing home or a hospital, and you'd pick up garbage bags in those garbage bags Obviously, you're going to find, you know, needles, the gowns, the gloves, you know, plastic, plastic, rubber. Right. Or plasticky rubber. Okay, that's fine. Then you go to a school. Well, paper plates, if paper plates, the cardboard milk, milk cartons, small ones, you know, all of that. Tons you know, and tons of paper. Tons and tons of paper and plastic. Now, if you, if you put it all in the back of the truck... Put it, you know, in the incinerator. They, you know, they're supposed to, they're supposed to pick through it and whatnot and recycle what they can. They're really only picking up metals. Because what, are, what, are, what are they gonna do with all these boxes? You can't recycle these non-corrugated uh, uh, cardboard. Mm -hmm. So everything else gets burned. Any of these plastics, they get burned. It, everything just gets burned. It's all it is. So. You know, this whole, like, we need to take our plastic straws and, and make them with these paper straws. That is all bullshit. I want to say that again. Paper straws are bullshit. If you are anywhere not near a coast, okay, anywhere not near a coast, your straws are not going to the ocean. I can't talk about, you know, stuff down by a coast because i don't live there right and i'm assuming everything down there is the same thing as here you know in the midwest where you know where our, our garbage and take it from me i worked as a garbage man people i picked up your shit and i brought it to an incinerator and what did they do they burned it right they burned it you know and when, when you say that about the about the coast. Yep. So when we were swimming in the Mediterranean, there wasn't a day that I didn't come back with a handful of plastic forks mm -hmm. or something else that was floating out in the ocean where we were swimming. Right. No, I'm I'm not saying that some things don't blow away into the water. Right. Because that's unfortunate. It's how it happens. I've seen the pictures. I've seen the things. I don't know about the coast. I don't. And until I do more research for this topic, I don't know. But. I can tell you anywhere, you know, like, what is it, Montana down to probably Oklahoma, 
all the way over to, I don't know, West Virginia. Kind of the midder state. Well, West Virginia is a coastal state, isn't it? Yeah, it is. How do I know? It's whatever. I went to, I went to school in North Dakota. Right. Sure Anywhere not on an ocean line or not near a large body of water. Well, Minnesota is part of the Lake Superior. I know. You don't see the pictures that you see down by the coast. Yeah. Our, but up, up in the middle area, the, the protected area, your paper straws are doing nothing but just disintegrating into your drink. That's it. So let me give you... Okay, listening. Here's how you pay for your cruise. Okay? Okay. My wife and I have been on probably seven or eight rock and roll cruises. And mm-hmm. when I say rock and roll cruises, people, th- th- there's no matter what kind of music you like, there is a cruise out there Well, they'll have 20 country artists on a cruise. They'll have 20 hip-hop country or hip-hop artists. Okay. And we go on a... On a a thing called the Monsters of Rock cruise. Yep, we talked about that many times. And yep. and anyway, it's it's fifty bands bands from the eighties. The first couple of years we went on there, we had plastic straws. Yep. And when I go on a cruise, I'm normally a beer drinker. Yep. But as you know, as as the more beer you drink, the more time you spend in the bathroom. And the last place I want to spend time in is the bathroom because you're missing all these rock concerts that are going on. So. Year three, we get on there, and they've got effing paper straws. Now, okay. And, okay, and, and we're, we're drinking yep. daiquiris margaritas. Yep. It's taken three straws to get a daiquiri down. Yep. Okay? Surprise. And and so everybody on the cruise is like, son of a biscuit. How could... And they said, well, it's because all the straws end up in... in in, in the ocean in or the, something. In the ocean. Yeah. You know, I understand there's going to fewer, a few is going to blow off. Yeah, you're you're on a ship but, in the middle of the ocean. Okay, but, it makes sense. But people are putting their stuff in the garbage cans. I mean, yep. you watch them do it. Yeah. And and anyway, so when we went to our first port of call, we went out and bought 200 plastic straws. 200. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And anyway, they told us that we could not bring them on the cruise ship because mm-hmm. we had them in a bag. And so anyway, the guy looks at us and goes, so if you want to walk around the corner and put them where I can't see them, then you can bring them back. Because he, he goes, I know you want, why you want them. He goes, but I can't allow you if I see them. But if you walk around the corner, put them in your pants and come back and I don't see them. <laughs> yes. You can keep them. Yeah. He told us this. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. And, and so my wife... Right in front of him, shoves it in her bra, you know, and pulls her shirt shut. Yeah. And he goes, welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Hey, there you go. Yeah. She didn't even walk away. Because the whole paper straw bullshit movement is bullshit. I'm sorry. Paper straws aren't saving you shit. I don't know about the coast. I don't live on the coast. I don't give a shit about the coast. Uh, Somebody who lives on the coast, please tell me. I don't know. Someone, you know, do some research and tell me. Right. But I can tell you right now, Midwesterners... Minnesota, you know, to Montana, keep going, you know, as close as you can to the coast without going to the coast, you know, just like the price is right as close as you can without going over. Yeah. It's all bullshit. Yeah. See, everybody, I mean, you have, here in the Midwest, we worry about blizzards and tornadoes. Mm -hmm. California, they worry about mudslides and earthquakes and Mm -hmm. wildfires. Yep. I mean, everybody's got their thing that they worry about. So, what what I'm getting to in this story is we, so we... took these 200 straws that we bought plastic straws and and you know if you're sitting there drinking a daiquiri in a group there's 5,000 passengers plus crew mm-hmm. 
7,000 people on this, on this ship. Mm-hmm. If you're one of five people that has got a bag of plastic straws sticking out of their back pocket, do you know how popular you are? Oh, yeah. Hey, dude, give you a dollar for that straw. We sold 150 straws at a dollar yes. piece. Yes. We didn't ask for it. We didn't. Yeah. So the first guy that saw us, he goes, hey, here's five bucks. Give me five straws. Okay. Here you go. Five straws. He told everybody on the cruise ship. Yep. People were coming to us. And yeah. We, we, we sold <laughs> I out. you got the straws. Yeah. I hear you. I, I hear you. Got <laughs> you plastic got the straws. straws. Yeah, I got the straws. So what I'm saying, if you're going to go on a cruise ship, take some. I feel, you know what? Pay your damn cruise off. I feel like there's one, there's one, you know, I'm not going to say good reason, but there is a re- probably a reason if you're going to have paper straws. You know, if you're a drug addict, you like to sniff drugs. Yeah. Use a paper straw. There you go. And just dissolve it in the water and it's gone. There you go. <laughs> Don't do that. It's gone. Yeah, it's, it's, it's gone. <laughs> but no. So even on the ship, one of the bands was playing. And a national band. Yep. And he takes a handful of picks. Yep. And he throws them into the crowd, and about fifteen of them just float off into the sky and off the side of the ship. Oh no! Who would have known? And and he goes, "Great." He says, "He said, watch for me to be on." The, he goes, "All my uh, these guitar Your picks names, ha- yep. have their name on it." Yep. He goes, "Watch." He says, "They're, they're going to be doing an autopsy and <laughs> on, on dirty jobs." Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to find my pick in this dolphin's stomach. He yep. goes, and I'm going to go to jail. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be up a freaking turtle's nose. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, granted, we got to keep plastics out of the ocean. Yes, uh, okay. I, I'm not saying there's not plastics in the ocean, but it's most other countries. I think it's like African countries when they pick up garbage. They just toss it into the ocean. You've seen the videos. Yes. They just toss it into the ocean. That's what floats away. It's not the United States. Probably, what, less than 0.1% of the garbage in the ocean is probably from the United States. You know we're going to get somebody who's going to send us a bunch of a bunch of information. We're going to find out that we're the worst ones in the world. Let them. I'll, I'll read it. <laughs> if you have anything that you want to talk to me about when it comes to paper straws and how good they are for the environment, yeah, I will throw that away, and I'll listen to the person that tells me, you know what? Fuck! Oh, my microphone's all fucked up. You, you, you fuck. yep. Well, I mean, just like- uh, I, I'll uh, no, I'll li- I'll read what you have to say. I'll read anything. You know, hit us up in the Discord. Hit us up uh, in the email. Let us know if you know my paper straw thing and recycling is a myth. Stuff is right. bullshit. Um, but Jimmy, I'd like for you to read this. Okay. So read the, go ahead and read this, Jimmy. You know, and then and then after I read this, we got to still talk about how a lot of the companies now. Our, our um, Aldi's has already kind of pretty much done it, but now the Walmart's in several states are starting to take away plastic, plastic bags. Plastic bags. Yep. Which I totally agree with. It's well. It, I mean, do I agree with it? Sure. No. I really don't know. Okay, we'll talk about that after this. I want you to read this, Jimmy. All right. At least eighty-five percent of U.S. plastic waste went into landfills in twenty twenty-one. So this is from the uh, Smithsonian Magazine. Wow! Okay. So this back is, in May 9th of twenty twenty-two. So this is legit stuff, people. This is from the Smithsonian. Yeah, sure. It says of the forty million tons of plastic waste generated in the United States last year, only five to six percent, or about two million tons, were recycled, according to a new report conducted by the environmental groups Beyond Plastics in the last beach cleanup. About 85% went to landfills, and 10% were incinerated. The rate of plastic recycling decreased since 2018 when it was 8.7% per the study. A paltry 5-6% to U.S. plastic recycling rate in 2021 should be a wake-up call to the false promise that recycling is a credible source to plastic waste and pollution. It's time to implement real solutions, particularly the reduction of a single-use plastic food service items that have the highly highest likelihood of polluting our environment. 
U.S. plastics waste exports, which are included in recycling rates, decreased from 1.84 million tons in 2017 to 0.61 million tons in 2021, as countries such as China began, began ceasing to accept America's waste, per the report. The U.S. does have the capability to recycle all of its own plastic, um, says Jan Dell, founder of The Last Beach Cleanup, which is part of The Guardians. Mm-hmm. We don't have factories to do it, she tells the publication. It's also very water intensive, so we're not going to build more plastic recycling facilities in the U.S. So what they're saying, it's cheaper to send it's cheaper to export our waste, shit, our waste, our shit to other countries than build factories because it's also it's water intensive, and it, well, obviously it costs a lot. Right, and right now you, you look at the, the amount of water that we don't have as the Mississippi mm-hmm. is drying up, and and uh, mm-hmm. I know that they told us that. Uh, no, I don't don't take this the wrong way, guys. I'm not. I'm not advocating for climate change and bullshit. I, I don't give a fuck about that. I really don't. Climate change and people dying from climate change. No, nah. sorry, I don't feel that. You don't believe that? Nope, not at all. I totally, I totally get it. But but the thing is, if you look back in history, everything goes in cycles. Right. But when they talk about the Earth heating up, okay. Well, in the last what decade, two decades, it 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 the Earth heat up. One degree. Yeah, 1.3. 1.3 degrees. Oh, my God. I can feel it so much in our negative whatever degree well, weather. Well, that's because we're in Minnesota. We don't give a shit. Exactly. You know. Come to you, Minnesota if you're so fucking hot. Yeah, if you live in New Zealand or something, I get it. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> so, at its peak in 2014, plastic recycling rates reached only 9.5%. Yet, the author writes, the low level of plastic recycling doesn't seem to lie in the art of recycling itself because... I lost my sight. Because paper recycling has increased from 21.3%. Uh, in 1980 to 68 percent in 2018. So that's pretty. So good. yeah, that's pretty good. So we, as you know, America, we want you know obviously we want to be a country that you know processes our own things, gives it back to our own people. Okay, so that's why we at in back in 2016, 2017, I think it was 2018 instead, uh, we were the net exporter of energy. Period. And then I'm not going to get into politics, but then stuff happened where we're no longer the net export of, of energy. But when it comes to our garbage and recycling and shit, we would send that off to other countries, pay them to get rid of it. Yeah, and that's, that could be costly also. <laughs> yeah, so it costs less to do that, but then other countries are like, nah, we don't want it anymore. So now we have to figure out what to do with it. Well, what do we do with it? Well, we, we just do what we're doing now and burn it. But yeah. you have to, but recycling. Less than what was it? One point seven eight percent of it. Is that what I read? Or I heard one point eight four million tons. It, it it's decreased, right? But by one point eight million tons. So we're doing less of it. Yeah, it's it's we're we're not recycling. We're not making the factories that can take care of this problem mm-hmm. that we have. You so know, oh, go ahead. Look at so I, I'm a big aluminum guy. Yeah. But look what happened after COVID. The demand after people started, after COVID kind of settled down, mm-hmm. all of a sudden we couldn't get our beverage in aluminum. Yeah. Because glass only. Because, yeah, because aluminum was had gotten expensive. Yep, and I remember that. And there for a long time, I mean, I mean like our local pop companies, who you know, Coke or Pepsi, mm-hmm. they would do their four or five main flavors mm-hmm. and they quit doing the off flavors like Tab and Fresca. Yeah. Because they just didn't have enough cans to, to do that. To do that, yeah, they had to halt that for a minute. You know, so even though I think in my mind that aluminum's the way to go, 
they still well if, here's the if, thing if we don't have the mechanical uh, issues to be able to deal with it fast enough how, but, how, how do you keep on but, doing but, it? I, you know I guess if I were to make an exception to the rule I think uh, recycling aluminum cans are a different story just because you get paid for doing that too right so you, there's an incentive for you to crush the cans and then bring them to the recycling plant which then counts them and gives you 10 bucks yeah regardless that's 10 bucks right it's fine for the shit you can't use right so why not do it that way but when it comes to your plastics your glasses your uh rubbers and your cardboards less than 0.1 percent of that actually gets you know you see the packages like oh this this was a park bench at one time or whatever the fuck it was well well, look what the walmart people all have the vest on it says it took six bottles to recycle this to make this vest okay cool then you're gonna throw that away and then it's gonna get burned and then oh look i recycled this to reuse this to now it's gonna right you know i I mean and then you look at the, the for instance uh, you're a homeowner. I'm a homeowner. Yep. And you want to put more insulation, that blow-in insulation. Yep. That's made out of basically cellulose cardboard. Yep. And it's forty dollars for a bag mm-hmm. that you just gave away. You know, tons of. You know, when it comes to, I think we're gonna off tangent this a little bit now, which is fine because that's what we do here. Uh, when it, you know, the blow-in insulation, it costs more to do what you want. Okay. What's the biggest problem in America? Obesity. Obesity. Well, at least one of the biggest. It's huge obesity. Okay, I told you at the beginning of this episode that I'm starting at the beginning of this year a new regiment right. of my workouts. Well, I just went shopping yesterday, and I went shopping the day before at not, not a local place that sells nutrition stuff, but close to us. And I spent over $200 just on nutrition things. Right. You know, these vitamins that help burn fat and shit like that. And right. then, you know, help you out with like fish oil and stuff like that. Some pre-workouts and, and post-workouts and whatnot. And then some BCAA stuff that helps you while you work out. And that stuff all costs over $200. Now, luckily for me, they had a sale going on. So it took my, my bill and cut it by... Third. Well, yeah, it cut it down to like $160, which was fine, you know? helpful yeah it helps but then we went to walmart god kill me walmart i tell you we were looking at the health food section there i mean obesity is a huge problem in america but you want to buy a protein bar a pack of protein bars is for 10 of them was 16 dollars go to the nearest you know little debbie's a pack of eight is four bucks Mm-hmm. Right. I I'm not saying we need to like do this and do that, but it unfortunately to be fit or have you know the mentality to do whatever you have to be of a richer quality. You know, I I, I saw the best stand-up comedy of Louis Anderson here the other night, mm-hmm. oh. and and he was talking about bananas. Yeah. And how much are the bananas? They're fifty-nine cents a pound. Yep. How much are the organic bananas? Oh, well, they're they're three ninety-nine a pound. Yep. He goes, I would just like a uh, three pounds of the regular bananas and a roll of organic stickers. Right. You know, and that's what this whole thing is gummed to is people are just slapping stickers on a problem and not coming up with any solutions. Right. So, Jimmy, I I, I mean, I I think we've beat this enough, you know, to where we've talked about recycling. I believe that this recycling is a huge fucking myth, you know. 
you can recycle if you want. It's just a placebo effect. It's all it is. If it makes you feel good, then I don't give a shit. Do it. I don't see the need to do it. It's just going to go to the garbage anyway. Recycling plants throw what they can't into the garbage, which just then just gets, you know, it's just a transfer station. Can't go here. goes over there. I'm just going to skip the middleman. You know what I mean? But if you have nothing else, Jimmy, I want to play a video that I think you're going to get a kick out of. All right. So I, this, is a, this is a thing that's going around. Uh, this is a guy, this is a comedian by the name of Tom Cotter. I think you've seen this by now, haven't you? I don't think so. He compares the song, well, I think this is, a, this is an older one, but it's making the rounds now. He compares the song Baby It's Cold Outside to WAP, Wet Ass Pussy. Mm-hmm. You've seen this? No, but I, I want to see it. All right, Jimmy, here we go. We're gonna end. The, we're gonna end on this today. This is funny. It's only a two-minute video. And the one that really killed me was last Christmas. We canceled a song that was written in the 1940s called "Baby, It's Cold Outside." People said that they were triggered, that the lyrics were rapey, and they had toxic masculinity. And that's fine if you feel that way. But radio stations across the country wouldn't play the song because people were outraged. Which is fine if you feel that way. But at the exact same time, the number one song in this nation for over two months was "Wet Ass Pussy." I am not making that up. You can look it up. <laughs> Google it. So I want to wrap up my show by comparing and contrasting the lyrics of these two songs. <laughs> if indeed this country has lost its fucking mind, shall we? Let's start with the horribly offensive Christmas song written just after World War II. I really can't stay, baby, it's cold outside. I gotta go away, baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been so very nice. Yeah, you fucking with some wet ass pussy. Put a bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy. Beat it up, N-word. Extra large, extra hard. Put this pussy right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. My mother will start to worry. Beautiful, what's your hurry? My father will be pacing the floor. Listen to that fireplace roar. Well, maybe just half a drink more. Spit in my mouth. Look in my eyes. This pussy is wet. Come take a dive. Talk your shit. Bite your lip. Ask for a car while you ride that dick. My sister will be suspicious. Gosh, your lips look delicious. My brother will be there at the door. Waves on a tropical shore. Well, maybe just a cigarette more. I don't want to spit. I want to gulp. I want to gag. I want to choke. I want you to touch that little dangly thing that's swinging the back of my throat. I submit to you, ladies and gentlemen, this country has lost its fucking mind. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, he compares the two songs. And, and uh, yeah. That's the state of America, that's ladies and gentlemen. That's the state of America, so. But that's... Again, not a topic that I don't think at this moment we're ready to go into because we like to have more fun, and that's just a fun video. That's fun. And if you have a problem with that, uh, skip the last two minutes of this program. Yeah, I got two <laughs> words for you. Suck it. You know, DX. <laughs> wow. That... DX. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, do you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you have anything you want to say, Jimmy? No, I just want to uh, uh, thank everyone for listening uh for the past 36 37 episodes that we've done mm -hmm. we've got some uh cool stuff coming up we've talked about and uh, the next episode is going to be a good one that i don't think you're gonna want to miss oh yeah it's something we're gonna do differently we're it's not like the usual ask and answer we have jimmy with a few special guests we're gonna have 
somebody on. Oh, is this the naked slip and slide special? Uh, with you know baby oil. Baby oil. Yes, the yes. naked baby oil one. So yeah, we got some stuff. Planned we got so I uh, if I were you, I would check back, make sure you uh, keep an eye on our um, Discord. Hop into our Discord. Uh, keep an eye on, or not keep an eye on, but send us a message. Otherwise, wherever you're listening to us, make sure you check back, see if we're gonna post an episode next month or not. Otherwise. Until then, happy new year, happy, you know, Merry Christmas, whatever you want to say. Goodbye. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so.